Dungeons and Dragons has never been this outrageous. A group of friends bound together to make a cast of misfit characters dropped into a world of chaos. Mystery and reckless attacks, horror and comedy, a mixture of storytelling, dice gremlins, and a sprinkle of bugbear. Every season a new monstrosity awaits these dumbasses. Welcome to Dumbasses and Dragons, a D&D podcast starring four friends and their pet bugbear Dan, a homebrew campaign by our DM Liz. This is a horror comedy D&D setting in the world of Mulheim, a large country made up of city-states packed to the brim with nightmares and magic. This campaign follows a band of misfits, self-named The Gauntlet, on their way to unify the country under their banner. This podcast is for entertainment purposes. Any broken rules were sacrificed for the betterment of the story. As a growing podcast, we hope to grow and evolve with our community, allowing us to upgrade equipment and better our recording studio. Help us follow our ridiculous dreams and follow this podcast along. Thank you, and please sit back, relax, and enjoy this very special holiday episode. Uh, but housekeeping, last time you guys all finally came to Millful, um, and you came across an empty town full of barren homes, and uh, a threat was air- shot out of a window at you from an arrow. Um, you got a couple of threats, you taunted death, uh, shot firewall at the house, burned the house, and then Elsie ate somebody out of a window, um, and the fire died down, and you guys are in an empty, deserted town. And we're looking at a child who just ate a person. Then, yeah, the front of her is covered in blood. Uh, Lily's got her wings flapping out, and she's just kind of staring, standing there in awe. Yeah, it could have been worse. Yeah, so... Welcome to Dumbasses and Dragons! Let's go ahead and go around and introduce ourselves! Hello, lovely listeners. It's your friendly neighborhood cleric, Zamora, played by Deb, telling you don't trust false gods. There's only Gond. Uh, and Gregesson, I guess. <laughs> Finally, she sees the light. Yes! <laughs> I consider him a deity, but I do not worship him. <laughs> and my name is Ed. I will be playing the character of Zephyr, the. Win Genasi, Ranger, Warlock, follower of Gr- I'm sorry, I can't do this. I still don't know what the fuck we just saw. Um, <laughs> and also Dan, the Barbarian Bugbear. He doesn't know what the fuck we just saw either. He just saw his little one eat somebody. Hole from her tum-tum. Right? That's where the food goes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'll go very eventually. Uh, my name Tyler. I play Big Lizard. Go punch, punch, real good. <laughs> and I vomit I... in snake ladies' mouths. Uh. <laughs> and I am Lizzie, your horrific DM. And tonight we bring you a special episode of Dumbasses and Dragons. We thank you, our listeners, for waiting for this very special episode, which will come out on Christmas. So you're probably listening to this either Christmas Day, if you actually like our podcast, or Saturday the day after Christmas, if you're a normal person who has family obligations. Or three Tuesdays from now. I or mean. three Tuesdays from now. So who knows? This might be 2040 and you're listening to this podcast. By the way, how do we sound I'm in Robot dead. 3D? <laughs> but we bring our cast back to the night after the event. They all gathered and investigated the town. Not a soul was to be found. All the doors were open. There's no blood anywhere. And there's not a Grigesson-sized bite hole through anything. It is an empty, deserted town. 
There is a burnt house, thanks to somebody. Um, <laughs> there is, and I do it again. <laughs> and there's a crispy, what once was a person with a large harpoon um, that has since crumbled to dust. Um, but all the places that they had been familiar with when they first started this adventure have been left with no note, no bodies, no massacre, and no footprints. And it has been some time since they've returned. And now, looking at the town, there are memories of adventures past. And with shock and awe and not quite sure what to say, they make camp for the night, just on the outskirts of Millfool, between the very large, what was once armory slash courthouse slash, uh, imp prison um, and the tree line that surrounds Millful. <coughs> I don't even see any of the imps around. What the heck and you don't. Here? There are none. Oh, they do not come to greet you. They don't crawl out of their hole at night. You don't see the lights from shiny gems underneath the armory. Even the large uh, kind of uh, onloading dock where people would bring in their stuff into the courthouse and then leave has been closed off. There's a very large wooden door with a metal chain across it. It wouldn't be too hard to open it, um, but seeing as you guys literally searched everywhere else, you know what's on the other side and it is an empty hole. Yeah. Hmm. And so you make camp and you put a fire up what would you like to do? Well, I don't know what the heck's going on here. What's uh, Elsie doing? Um, she's kind of sitting. Um, would Dan allow her to sit in his lap, even though she he just watched her eviscerate someone? I don't know if eviscerate is the right match. I feel like uh, above all else, I mean Elsie's Munch. still Elsie's still his little baby. So ate a person or not. She's sitting on his lap, um, and she's braiding his leg hairs down his shin, um, and tying it off with little uh, strips of ribbon that she was given by Lily, and um, she seems relatively normal. Uh, as you have come to notice her as normal, she doesn't give off any. Uh, horrified vibes, um, as if this eating thing was completely normal to her, and she hasn't realized that you guys are kind of in shock. She thinks you guys are kind of pondering what has happened, because from what she saw, you guys got into an argument with someone, and then we killed those people, like we usually do. Um, and now we're at camp, and we're getting ready for the next thing to do. Yep, that's how grown-ups solve their problems. You kill people. I'm braiding Trillian's hair, Mm because she had a hard time, so... I'm braiding her hair while we talk. Just, I don't know where we go from here, guys. Like nobody's here. Yeah, I was expecting something. At least one of the people that we sent back. So the next time we get attacked, we have to capture them and torture them for information. Maybe not. Uh, we're outside the town, right? Yeah, so you guys are on the outskirts where uh, there's a tree line. Um, so there was the foresty area that was uh, kind of, 
you would say framing the valley grassy land that was in between uh, Bender and Millful. Um, it's familiar to you guys. Uh, the trees themselves, they're not very dense. They're kind of sparse. Um, but there's like underbrush and flowers. Uh, there's not really any creatures kind of roaming here. There's a couple squirrels, birds, like nothing very massive. No on rhinos. The, no rhinos. Rip. No. Someday soon. The trees that were from where you guys at the very beginning got kidnapped and whole, that whole adventure that is across the opposite side of town. You guys were kind of on the inward side mm -hmm. of the forest. Yeah. Things have definitely changed since then. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't even know if we ever told Dan and everybody else that story. I don't think like, so. Like, Trillian definitely doesn't have any idea, but. She doesn't have anything to do with any of this that's okay going on. so like i think that we should share that story with them and be like oh yeah it was right over there we got kidnapped yeah. we had bags over our head and death, death collars and death collars on around death collars very odd absolutely no one puked into anyone else's mouth it was crazy. <laughs> that that would crazy. crazy crazy yeah it's all started because kiev's needed someone to pick a fight for him it actually started because of Archimedes. Yeah. Um, because she oh, yeah. chose you guys at will yeah. to help her get her brother killed. Yep. <laughs> Archimedes is uh, the grand orchestrator here. All right, so Archimedes, what should we do now since you know everything? Yeah, Archibald. Uh, <laughs> Artichoke, what you got for us? Uh, yeah, Alka-Seltzer. Come on! Ah. Ah. We just around the campfire stick and just starts like beating you guys in the face <laughs> with this random stick. And when it breaks, she gets another one. Um, Dan actually hands her a very thick stick, and she goes to swing, stops, and looks at Dan, <laughs> and then back down on the stick, and he goes, "I thought it was helping." <laughs> Dan, Dan, and she puts the, job, the larger log in the fire. And then picks up another whipping stick and just starts slashing it around. <laughs> um, but you all kind of pitter off into a soft slumber. Yeah. And the air cools down around you and the fire goes down to a small burn. And you guys all kind of make your way into a sweet, sweet dream. Who sleeps? I know this campaign. It's not going to be sweet. <laughs> Twas the night. Before Christmas, oh, no. when all through the camp, yeah. not a bugbear was stirring, not even a Dan. Ew. The wet socks were hung by the campfire with care, in the hopes that Marcus would soon be there. Yeah, boy. Hopefully not. The party was nestled all snug in their tents, while visions of Elith burning dancing through their heads. The hell yes. <laughs> when out in the trees there rose such a clutter... The party sprang from their slumber to see what was the matter. I need everyone to roll perception. Oh, I need dice. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm playing D&D &D and I need it. dice? I'll wing it this time. Wow, math rocks. <laughs> How did I grab no D20s in that? Not a single D20. <laughs> One. Samora, oh, 16. Um, a tree. A tree? <clears throat> I saw a tree because I got a three. Uh, and... A natural one for Zephyr, which turns into an eight, and uh, an eight for Dan. <laughs> which is an eight for Dan. 17 for Trillian, uh, 16 for Zamora. So everyone else, what you hear is 
the normal sounds of everyone slumbering, so Dan snoring. Sounds all right. Yeah. The soft blow of air from Zephyr existing. Annoying as hell. They're having puppy dreams. You hear Elsie just sharp inhale every once in a while. Lily sleeps like the dead. Yeah, makes no noise. That follows. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Hey. Hey. Archimedes oh, is up in a tree some fucking where. Who even um, knows? Trillian is hunkered down, and it does seem to take her a little bit longer to get to sleep, because she... This is a, different from her. She's never really been on an adventuring party. She wasn't really an adventurer. She was a blacksmith, and now she's suddenly in a new place with new people. And though she trusts you... Um, everything she, else is not She just saw a dwarf and thought she was cute. Yeah. And she now... She also just saw a child eat a man. Exactly. She just saw a child eat a man, and you guys all kind of blocking right over it. <laughs> um, and so she kind of tucks herself away. She doesn't snore because she doesn't fully sleep, but she does start to feel rest. And Zamora just, like, takes off her armor and clunk! Is dead. I'm exhausted. It's gone heavy. from the world um, after burning people alive. Um, yeah. A long day of being a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> normal, normal party stuff. And Trillian wakes up first mm-hmm. with a extreme paranoid alertness that something is wrong. She feels it in her bones as she stands up fully. Like she had taken off her boots when she lands on the ground. Her boots are on and strapped. Like it took a blink of an eye. And as she stands up, she peers out of the tent. And by the campfire, Dan has his belly to the warm campfire. Uh-huh. But where Elsie had been sleeping using Dan as a pillow, there is flat grass. What? And the sound of hooves as they are stalking further into the forest <gasps> fills the air. Trillian starts shouting, Dan! Dan, where's the child? Dan, Dan wakes up and realizes the warmth of this small one against his back is gone, and there's a cold wetness on the back of his fur. I hear hooves! I hear hooves! I'm rolling to Did a see ho- if I can figure out where they came from. Did a horse a stealer? I hear hooves. I don't know. I got a six. I got a six on my perception. Where's the hooves coming from? Dan, do you hear the hooves? Well, they are leaving out into the forest. It's kind of vaguely in the forward direction, um, but can I see them? <laughs> At this point, um, I would assume if um, Zephyr and Lillian Archimedes were not alerted yet, I would assume Dan would start yelling. Oh, yeah. No, the yeah. minute she says, gone. Dan, we're all yeah. where's the child? That's the clatter that every, everyone else wakes up to. Okay, right there. It's the hooves. And then we yeah. fucking... And everyone is up and running. We'll do it. You guys are booking it for the trees? Yeah. Um, Eldritch Spear, I got 300 feet. I'm just going <laughs> to blast straight out into it. She'll probably be fine, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. she can yeah, eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she roll an attack roll. Sure, yeah, why yeah, yeah, not? Yeah. What is my attack bonus on that? Just comes out of the tent. Uh, Eldritch Spear. I don't know. Does a 12 hit? No. I didn't think so. That's probably good, actually. Yeah. Um, for for lack of better illuminate words, who you it is? have... So much sleep in your eyes. It was just like, blah. You were like, react, yes, 
and this bright green putrid light lights up the sky around as the spear flies through the air and in between trees and as it thuds into a tree far into the forest you see a large cloak of gleaming red with white trim and gold chain across the back slinks past the spear as the light diminishes red and white I'm taking that Those fucking are cloak. Those cover colors. Oh, yeah, that too. Ew. Let's fucking get them. Who's got the best dash? I can only move 30. Um, yeah. I Lily! 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 <laughs> Lily has a very big fly speed. Go flippy flappy and fly. Let's fucking go! Okay, so everybody's running. Everyone books it through the forest. And as you guys are running through the trees, you feel the chill of winter that wasn't even supposed to be here descend upon your shoulders. And the further you go into the trees, it starts to snow. Hey guys, uh, it wasn't snowing last night. That's fucking terrifying. I don't know what's happening. Jeez. The trees get closer together and the snow becomes thicker and your boots crunch Across thick patches of snow and dead grass. The gotta put my boots on. God. <laughs> I swear if we run across Mr. Tumnus, I'm knocking his ass out. Who? Mr. Mr. Tumnus. <laughs> we ain't got no time for no Seder bullshit. Oh, I found Damn, someone. my entire campaign has gotten Seder bullshit was my entire idea. <laughs> um, wing it. Just winging it. Um, and you guys now are in a forest much different than the one you entered. Do we still see the person? You guys have passed the spear and into the thicker part of the forest, and as the snow descended, the light shimmers off the glassy surface of some snow, and about a hundred yards ahead of you, you see the red cloak, about seven feet tall, hunched Mm -hmm. over someone, Mm -hmm. and you see it's Slowly walking through the trees. Mm-hmm. A hundred feet away. Hundred yards. Uh, oh, hundred yards. I cast oh, uh, hold person at sixth level. Jesus. What's the distance on that? Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> let me let me see. I mean, if it's not three hundred feet, then <laughs> yeah, probably not getting it. Let's find out. I was excited when I thought you said 100 yards oh, because... No. It's 60 feet. 60 feet. All right. So it's... Um, as a merciful DM, I'm not going to say you cast it because you can't reach them, but you can ready it to when you catch up to them. So yes. that way you do it immediately as you catch. I ready whole person. Um, so there are a couple things that you guys can do. Um, if you follow the direct path in front of you, you'll keep at the same speed you're at because the terrain doesn't get tougher. Now, there is a clearing kind of path to the right that kind of loops around. It looks like a tougher terrain, but it will be easier to get through because there aren't as many trees. And then there's the path to the left, which has a bunch more trees, but it's not as snowy, and therefore it might be another um, way to go. If you go straight ahead, you might not catch up. If you go to the right, you might catch up faster, but you'll have there might be the chance of slipping and falling because there's lots of ice and, and snow. Or you can try going through the path of the trees and losing them in the distance. 
Uh, as much as I want to charge straight through trees, I don't think we should do that. Um, also remember that forest is a favorite terrain for exactly. the ranger. So mm. the ranger's going to be like, hey, let's go this way. While traveling for an hour or more in your favorite terrain, difficult terrain does not slow your group's travel. Your group cannot become lost. You remain alert to danger. Even when you're engaged in another activity, you move stealthy at a normal pace. Mm-hmm. So which way? Forward, right, or left? Well, I'm assuming that Zephyr's um, going to be like, come on. Also, uh, while tracking creatures, you learn the exact number, size, and how long ago they passed through the area. So, so Zephyr wants to go through the trees. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. So you look at the trees and your brain goes, ah, I know exactly how to get there. So I need everyone just as a flat because there is snow and ice. Roll a dexterity check for me um, just to make sure you don't slip on your feet before getting into the trees. That's going to be a three and a five for us. That's going to be an eight. We are not a dexterous party. We are a beefy party. Like, listen, <laughs> literally. Minus it's a 15. Certain. It's a 15 for the ranger, and it's a nat 20 for the bugbear. Of okay, course. Dan goes, fuck that, and breaks trees as he starts clearing a path for you all. Um, because he breaks two trees, the rest of you get just bombarded with snow and ice and tree sickles and, like, twigs. You get stabbed in the face. Um, Dan I got stabbed <laughs> by a tree! <laughs> Dan, It smells like Christmas. It's fine. <laughs> it's so sticky. Why? Yeah. Uh, why are the trees always so sticky? I think I, I have a, a bug on my ear. God. <laughs> um, so Dan and Zephyr make it through the trees very well. Um, you notice that Lily also is flapping at high speed through the trees. Um, everyone else is going at regular speed while Zephyr, Dan, and Lily are going at max speed. Um, and as Zephyr is kind of following directly behind Dan to stay clear of his charging path um, like a rhino, um, he realizes he sees footprints that had led straight through that are hooves. Um he can gauge just by the kind of space between the feet um, and how tall the cloak had been and just all of these variables and that he's hunting them that he can tell it's about seven to eight feet tall. Um, it's hunched over, but at standing at full height, it'll probably be about eight feet tall. Um, it is a furry creature with two hooved feet. Um, it's obviously bipedal because it was standing up at some point. Um, it is... Mr. Tumnus. Mr. Tumnus. Um, you should definitely say that to it mockingly. <laughs> it smells like wet um, goat fur. Ew. And this... For those distinct... of us not from Oklahoma, oh. what does wet goat smell like? So, Please don't ask. <laughs> think of animal, like just musk. Like, kind of like Dirty Dog, but make it wetter with a slight hint of urine. No, no. Why does it smell like pee? Um, because goats find, uh, boy goats pee on themselves to attract girl goats, and girl goats get attracted to the boy goat that has the strongest smelling pee. That's how that happens. Oh. And my mother breeds goats. Okay, so... <laughs> um... So you're thinking probably goat fur, 
two hooves, um, bipedal, um, and what you can tell from the impression the hooves are making, either they're very heavy or they're carrying something very heavy. Um, could mm -hmm. be one or the other. Um, it could. The reason it could be walking slow is because it's walking walking something very heavy, or that it itself is a lumbering thing. Um, you have the idea that it probably has Elsie. Um, you're not seeing any feet in the snow like she's walking beside her or in front of it, um, but she was not in the camp when you guys left. Mm -hmm. And as you guys get through the path, you guys come up to a bend where you can start to see the side of it in large horns curl up and over the top of the cloak. And as Zamora passes around the bend, she casts Hold Person, which I believe causes me to roll a wisdom uh, yeah. saving throw. Yes. Mm -hmm. So. Hold Person. What's your spell, DC? 12. Uh, so 25 is much bigger than that. Yes. Jesus. Um, you cast Hold Person and you watch as a warm, fiery light glows up around it, but then diminishes as it stops in its tracks. And it turns ever so slightly. Oh no. And you are faced with a thin human-like face with dark orbs for eyes, thick furry brows, ram-like horns that protrude out of the top of its head. And as it stands up fully, the red and white cloak falls off its back and it has goat legs from the waist down and on the chest it has patches of fur in between scarring where it looks like ritual uh, carvings were just drug through its skin with a sharp knife. Um, and then that sharp knife is probably also heated because it's healed in that direction. So it's a very deep cut and they're all ritualistically in design. Um, across its waist, there is a thick black belt with golden um, circles. Um, and at the front, at the buckle, it has two uh, jingle bells um, on the top with a little red bow and it has a red like ribbon bow across its neck in its right hand is a long switch and in its left hand is a thick red sack jesus christ would you look at those jingle bells where <laughs> is the child give us the kid which one? The Devourer, Elsie. I don't know names, but I do collect bad children. And I am seeing a bunch of bad children before me now. I'm not a child. You're all children. She's a dwarf. Of... It's different. <laughs> it's not. Racist. That's racist. Jesus. You're all... What an intolerant whatever you Get are. in the fucking sack! <laughs> it opens the sack and you are all right. Oh no! From the ground and into the sack, and it closes 
over your heads. Okay. So how we're the, fighting Krampus. How the fuck? No! <laughs> how the hell did he suck me off? No. I'm 900 pounds. How did this guy suck me off? 600, thank you. Um, Lily's over here like, off. babe. <laughs> I do that all the time. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, so, like, perception? you guys are dropped. Into oh. a snowy field Perfect. with a sun lit above you. There are no trees in sight. It is an open field with about six inches of snow. Fuck. About 30, 40 feet ahead of you. This is just what we need another goddamn portal. This yes. is like, it's literally <laughs> like portal inception because, like, what? Mm-hmm. About in a portal, inside of a portal. Inside okay. of a portal. Ch- no, Jesus. Really. About 40 feet ahead of you, there's a bustling town full of a mix of people. What's this? What's this? There's magic in the air. What's this? What's this? There's white shit everywhere. (laughs) And it is also snowing, but despite the fact that you guys are standing in snow, it's not cold. It's not hot. It doesn't feel like there's actually a temperature. You're standing in a snowy field. Well, this is clearly magical because I'm not cold anymore. There's a town in his sack. (laughs) One would say there's many. Huh. I guess we go see if we can find Elsie in there. Alright, so like, what what do we see? Are we near enough to this town to see things moving around? Roll perception. Okay. Let's do it. Oh, two fucking nines. Oh, a five. <laughs> That's going to be a 23 for Zephyr and a 14 for Dan. So, everyone kind of lands. Um, who got the lowest score? Oh, that's a me. You land face first into the snow. You don't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> Trillian and Zamora land. Uh, Trillian is more focused about getting Trillian up out of the snow. Um... Zamora is up to her hairline in snow. Yep. You can't see anything through the snow. There's so much snow! <laughs> oh my god! And Zephyr kind of lands and floats on top of it. Dan's long legs, it's barely like knee level for him. He's just standing like, huh. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, and you see... What looks to be a very expansive, um, it's a housing district that's in front of you. It's got a bunch of like one-story houses. They're all in different colors and shapes and sizes. Um, They're built from redwood, but you don't see any trees around you. Um, And they're all decorated in lights and tinsel and they've got snow all over them. But it's not a fire hazard for some reason. Because of the cheery magicalness of this sack. Exactly. The sack is magical. The the lovely sack magic. (laughs) And uh, you hear music like from horns and uh, wind instruments and uh, people are singing and humming. And you see what looks like a sleigh pulled by nothing full of... Thresholds. Is that still copyrighted? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's in tight. It's in tight. Don't worry about it. 
Um, Don't worry about it, sweetheart. It's like white and gold sleighs that are pulled by nothing in front of it. Mm. And it's got like one or two people in it. And they look all lovey-dovey and kissy. And like they're snuggling in the blanket and having a grand old time. Um, To be fair, we've seen a lot of death. So we'd see those. (laughs) We should be able to see them. But I don't know. I think it's magic. (laughs) And... um, are they no one has with... really noticed you guys, despite oh. the fact that you're within, you know, earshot of are, the town. Are these just people, like humans, elves, dwarves? It's a mixture. Heads? So it's got, like, elves, ogres, uh, dwarves. There are pixies here. Um, oh. you, Ooh. You see, like, like, really tall, normal elves. And then you see, essentially, shrunk versions they... of them. With the exact same characteristics. Long ears, skinny face, wearing elvish clothing, but, like, three feet tall. Hey, an elf finally got with one of you people. You people, <laughs> y'all so <laughs> racist! Are they just not paying attention to us, or is this some, like, Does it look fucked like up, charmed. like, it's a wonderful life situation? Like, Go ahead and roll an insight or perception for me. Let me roll arcana, damn it. Or that. I want to see if there's any magic around. Uh, okay, 23 for once. So, this entire, like, the air itself tastes... Like a magical force. Oh no. Ooh. Everything's magic. The snow's magic. Uh, the houses are magic. The dogs are magic. <laughs> Zephyr got 19 on his side. Nobody Good. cast anything. No one cast Field of No Magic. It's a fucking Tarrasque <laughs> under all the snow. <laughs> Who was a Tarrasque under a city? It's a Tarrasque in a city of snow. Um, essentially, this whole place is enchanted Hmm. as if someone scooped it up out of someone's realm and placed it in here as a landing pad. Now, you can tell that people are kind of just existing in this realm, but since you're face down in the snow, I'll also let you know that there are layers beneath you that if you were to just dig a little bit, you would break through the surface of this realm and drop into a different version or like a different floor. And you can feel magic as you descend, like your vision and your uh, arcana check kind of descends. You feel it gets stronger the lower you go. Layers like an onion. Like an onion. Uh. Ogre like onion. (laughs) Okay. You mean um, like a cake? Hey, Everybody Tr- likes Trilly cake. Is like what? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just gonna be the. You mean the... to tell me this is not real? Oh, it's What's real. Happening? But it's also not real. It's both. I'm it's just terrifying. gonna. I'm just gonna be the guy to. I'm gonna walk up to the first being that I can see and try and communicate with him. Okay, and then who got a what? A Zephyr got a 19 on his sight. So. Snoop, can you not? <laughs> <laughs> ASMR. Dog. You. Dog licking water. <laughs> Suffer notices a dog drinking water that's not frozen for some reason <laughs> out of a well. Um, it's not that they don't notice you guys because there's a distinct going around you guys with the sleighs and kids sledding down snow piles. Like, they're avoiding you, but they're also not looking in your direction and gossiping. Oh, it's New York City. They don't give a fuck. They don't care. Mm. Because either A, this happens a lot, or B, they don't want to know. And they're not looking in your direction. Now, as you walk up to the first person, you walk up to a sleigh that was kind of like doing lazy eights. And the uh, 
two elves that are inside the sleigh that are kind of like snuggled up against with rosy cheeks and rosy noses. Ugh. And they've got mittens and like they're all dressed up underneath a plush blanket. You walk up, put your hand on the carriage, and it dead stops because it can't move past your claw. And what do you say? Hi, I'm not from around these parts. Oh, that's apparent. Yeah, um... Could you not... I just have a question Could you not about, be uh, here? This. Could you move along? Have you ever seen a sleigh along. be thrown through the air? Because it's I'm about sorry, to what? be. Just eat them. Here. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to sneak close to them. They scooch away from you. I'm going to grab all the way through the sleigh with my arms. I'm going to scooch them close to me. Should we stop? Um, roll so, an opposed athletics check. Oh, this, no. Can, this is his wee suit. I can finally use this. Uh, yeah, does a dirty 20 from a four hit? So they're like scooching as far back as possible, like even using your their feet, and you like get half bellied up on the sleigh, scoop them with your long ass arms, and scooch them closer to your face. Together. And they're like they're doing the whole cat don't touch me thing, where their faces are like trying to move away from your my gigantic maw of a gator mouth, and you're like. So, let me, so, <laughs> your little mama, let me whisper in your ear. No! Alright. No! Must scooch up, say, alright, just, just me and you guys. Um, uh, what the fuck's going on? They put the pads of their mittens against your face and slowly try to push away, but you've got your fingers locked behind them and they have nowhere to go. Um, and you feel the sleigh, now that you're not holding it down, is starting to slowly edge back onto the path it was going. Just um, for fun, I'm going to throw my legs around the rest of the front of the sleigh. I'm just going to hang on to it while it goes. <laughs> oh, 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 so you, goes. you wiggle your belly until your ass is on the front of the sleigh, like tail butt up, um, and you've got your hands wrapped around them, and you've got your face in their laps, and they're like looking down at you, and the sleigh starts to go back into its lazy eight formation, <laughs> and you're just... In it for the ride. And what do you say? Hey, um, what the fuck's going on here? Well, currently we're being assaulted by a alligator? Close Are enough. you a gecko? Close enough. That didn't clear it up. Have you ever seen a gecko this big? What the hell? <laughs> Have you ever seen a you this big? No, no. Me neither. Um, if you could please release us from your mitts, that would be dandy. Just talk to me. I am talking, unfortunately, to <laughs> you. You're so mean. Why do you Did have you elves? also get sucked into a sack? <laughs> Were you dropped on your head as a child? Many times, that's the lizard word. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Alright, I'm, I'm just gonna roll back off. And like, as you yeah, roll back fine. up, you get hit in the face with a snowball that tastes like peppermint. That's and you wrench disturbing. your head back as the mint fills your nostrils so strongly. It's almost like wasabi. Nope, not going to puke. Not going to puke today. Not puking. <laughs> Roll constitution. Oh, I'm, I think I might be good on that. 
Uh, yeah, that's a 21. Okay. So you save yourself from vomiting, but you... And you guys all see him drop off this sleigh and go, what the... (laughs) Alright, guys, your turn. Okay, alright. I think, Trillian, can you help me up out of the snow? She sets me up on her shoulders, and I'm like, okay, let's go talk to that guy. Go find the ogre that you were talking about. Yes, there is. I feel like we might be able to get some information. Me and this cute half orc go Um, over there. Decorating one of the... uh, like snowman that's built outside the town and he's putting like a scarf on it and he's pinning it in and he's putting little buttons in it and drilling small holes to put items in um and he's about six feet tall um tusks uh small goatee um he's in thick burly outfit nice um excuse me sir um what's this thing that you're building it is a snow person oh that's so cool uh, did you want help putting tusks on it? No, I'm good, thank you. Are you okay? I am fine. Did you know you have a very large bugbear following you around? Oh yeah, he's domesticated. He's good. Does, he's does good. Dan hear that? Yes. Dan, no, always hears Dan roll a intelligence with advantage. Mm-hmm. Dang it, I'm smart. I'm always mm-hmm. having to explain. Why is that, that a nat 20? <laughs> that falls. Dan, no. Not only does he know that the man just suggested that Dan might be a wild animal, but he also knows that they get asked this a lot. We and get Dan despite the fact that he's wearing pants and <laughs> shoes. A bugbear in pants. Well, Dan stands there blinking at this ogre who's blinking back at him so, at the same height. Dan's gonna walk up to him, and in like perfect, proper common. Oh man, he's Pulling going out to all the stops. He's going to shake his hand and say, uh, "Dan, pleased to meet you." I'm glad you kept it short. The uh, job, ogre shakes his was... hand and goes, "Have a great day," and yeah. slowly backs away, leaving the snowman half-dressed. Not turning his back to you guys. Just moonwalks backwards. What the fuck? I was for sure the ogre was going to talk to us. Mm. What? Now, you see the sleighs that had been doing lazy circles in front of you guys have now distanced themselves a little bit from you <laughs> when they're doing them further out in the field. Um, and there are no children running past these houses. They're on the opposite side of this house. As if there's like a 10 foot field around you guys that everyone is avoiding. I'm just gonna join them. Are we near any of the buildings? Like any of the. Oh, you guys are right next to a house. You guys are next to two houses. If uh, you guys wanna roll perception, I'll tell you what the uh, city beyond the houses looks like. Sure, a 12. 12? A 9 and an 8. I'm never gonna roll any good. A 25 for Zephyr and an 8 for Dan. Must be nice to float above the snow. <laughs> it's so nice to see shit. Is Zephyr um, doing the Legolas thing where he's walking atop the snow? Yeah. Like he's not feeling anything. What do your elf eyes see? What do your wind eyes tell us? Oh. Um, I'm so. like Jesus. <laughs> I'm like Jesus. Hey, so. careful. We're in a Christmas town. You've you already crucified. got enough false gods. You do not need another. <laughs> so, 
before you, um, the outer ring is all houses with the backyards being the very valley, hilly snow plain um, that everyone's kind of enjoying the day at. Inside this outer ring is a massive twinkle town. It is houses of varying sizes, shops that are two to three stories tall. Some of them are smaller than that. Um, there's a massive Christmas tree at the middle that is decorated. It's like 20 feet tall with a star on the top that's glowing and spinning. Um, there are people on the bottom with tinsel, uh, like they're holding tinsel and they're doing circles underneath the uh, tree. They're singing. Um, it's varying people that are of different creeds and races that are just all very merry and talking with each other as if they've lived here all their lives. Um, are they still actively wrapping the tinsel around the tree? They're not actually wrapping the tree. They're holding it um, and dancing around the tree as if it's a ring and they're holding on to uh, it. One of those things. Like uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Christmas Full Doctor Who, or not Doctor Who, yeah, Doctor, Doctor Who, Doctor <laughs> Seuss bullshit right now. I'm just gonna look. Is there by chance a really craggly mountain off in the distance that has thunder shark? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not um, trying to copyright here. Does anybody have any idea what's happening right now, or should I just cast identify? Because what the fuck? Okay, so um, I felt that there's much more magic deeper below us. Uh, I don't know what that means. I don't know if we literally just have to dig through the snow or what. I'm thinking one of these buildings has some type of like basement or something. Okay. That goes down farther. So I'm thinking, I, I don't give a fuck about any of these people. We just need to find Elsie. What's the best thing that we can do to just find Elsie? Because hmm. I'll burn it. <laughs> Assuming it even burns. That's true, it's magical. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, Archimedes, what do you think? She, uh, looks around and she goes, I really fucking hate the color here. Yeah, it's really, it's really fucking hate it. It's all like, ah, elf. Yeah, that was your name. <laughs> she hits you upside the head. <laughs> Aren't you an elf? Shouldn't you enjoy this? Mm, but I'm not like other elves. I think mm. that's racist. Uh, <laughs> actually, um, Since, actually, it's elitist. They're not moon elves. Not moon elves. It, it would be I like will pick a fight with a wood elf. It would be just, like be like me walking don't. into. I did last time. <laughs> um, be like me walking into a group of fire genasi and be like, oh, <laughs> it's what awful one. creatures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna burn you alive. <laughs> We're all people here. No, um, so as you guys are kind of sitting there along the outer ring of the houses, um, you all are there see. kids? Yeah, magic. Like at all? You do see children. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of them are sledding down the snow. Mm. Um, they're being chipper and happy. I didn't hear the D. I thought yep, it was Yep, I heard that much different. Okay, I was like, they're sledding. 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 Not this type of podcast. <laughs> I don't know what the age of consent laws in whatever portal we stumbled into. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck you guys are. There's um, elves, so I don't know. But you guys uh, see that the children all seem to be happy, except, except for when near us. No, you guys, right? <laughs> except for the one near you. Um, you happen to look into the house. Somebody sad. Show me somebody with real emotions. 
I need everyone to roll a wisdom check for me. I dropped it. <laughs> you need new dice. I do. I have more. We need to start a um, Patreon. That's what it fell on. We need for, to start a Patreon so we can get better dice. Should have cut my first roll. That's a two. That was a wisdom check. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, it's going to be a 17 for Zephyr. Oh, that's a minus oh, one. That's okay. a one. And a four Jesus for Dan. Jesus Christ. All right, so Zamora's nat one is actually a seven. Okay. And then, uh, what's their names? It wasn't a 16, it was eight. Trillions was an eight. So, we there still are children inside the houses. You can see through these crystalline, almost uh, holographic glass windows. There are children inside the houses, and they're sat in front of Christmas trees, staring up into it with wide eyes. Um, what you also see is that there are two children in the house that's right next to you that you're looking at, and the exact same two children are sledding beside the house. What the fuck? Well, that's odd. I try the door. So you walk around. Uh, what did you roll for? Two. For what? I don't know. Door trying. Door trying. <laughs> Is it locked? It's not. It's open. Hand. <laughs> okay, I fucking walk in the house. They're staring. And by the way, these houses are empty except for a large Christmas tree. There are two children sat That's in front of it. Weird. They're staring directly at large Christmas ornaments that are reflective of the same children that are outside, of the same children of them that are outside, slaying and having a fun time. And they're sat there staring at it. I take the bulb off the tree and smash it. That was exactly what I was going to do. Damn it. No So there are two ornaments, so both Zephyr and Zamora grab the ornaments and smash it. You hear a blood-curdling scream as the two children... Great, you just killed two kids. ...launch up and grab you both by the wrist. They're no longer children. What are they? They are eyeless, teethless, open maw. Their skin is sucked up against their bones. There's no tongue in their mouth. But there is this horrible screech like fingernails down a chalkboard as they dig their sharp little talon-like nails into your flesh. Mm-hmm. Can I just grab both of these things? Go ahead and roll a strength check first, and then a wisdom saving throw second. Well, I know I'll do that. Uh, yeah, that's a 29 on the strength. Okay. Um, wisdom saving throw? Mm-hmm. Ooh, well that's good, it's a negative one. That's a five. So, you both feel the pain of their fingers digging into your flesh. I just want to grab the like the, the throat holes so you, there's no more noise. Their mouths? Was that, you said it was their throat head Yeah, so. there was a sound coming from them. Oh, throat. I thought you meant there was a throat hole. You think it's like a like an 80-year-old man with a cancer with one of the voice boxes? Oh. <laughs> uh, so you grab them by the neck. did this to me. <laughs> you grab them both by the back of the neck and hoist them up off the ground. But as you do, instead of like hanging from the ground, their legs just drop. 
As and they like, get longer. Oh, that's disturbing. And now their bodies are very disproportionate to their long, long legs. Oh, that's that's not nice. And I need everyone to roll initiative. Ooh, oh, this is the first time I've gotten to use this. Oh, now <laughs> I can do something well. Never. Where, where, <laughs> Never. Does, where does this one live? Is it rent free in my mind? Always. It's Dan, right? Dan? It's Dan. What? Yeah, Dan gets advantage on initiative rolls. Excellent. A fucking course he does. So an 18 for Dan, um, plus, what's his modifier? I think it's two currently. Yeah, so a 20 for Dan. Okay. Uh, and a 12 for Zephyr. Okay. 15 for the scales. Eight for Zamora and a six for Trillion. Alrighty, and that makes... Okay. Um... So it's obviously, well, actually, we have seven people in our party. For One of them was just kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... To be fair, two are plot devices. Three. All of you guys are plot devices. Don't <laughs> even... Dun-dun-dun. Uh, so far, we have plot armor. Hmm. <laughs> So far, but might not last. Let me write everybody down in their order. And then that makes... Hey, at least you're not going last, Samora. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. I just want to get every creature you describe commissioned. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see them all. And then I can't wait to accepting commissions for our characters. If you know somebody fucking luck. who draws, let us know. We will pay money. Mm. So they look vaguely of children now, as if if someone didn't know what children really look like and had a child as a nightmare and decided to draw that. Um, so it is one of theirs first. Are you writing this now? Mm-hmm. Excellent. So I need um Zephyr and Zamora to make wisdom saving throws for me. Nine. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. It's also a nine for Zephyr. So you both feel almost like a thick sludge, roll up your arms as their fingers elongate and shadows run up your arm. And behind the two demonic children now, 
shadow versions of them stand up and pass into you. Um, you guys are now under the term possessed. Lovely. Um, on your turns, you may try to make another wisdom saving throw. Um, if you make it, you are no longer possessed. But if you don't make it, your turn is my turn. Great. And you also cannot tell anyone you are possessed until you break free. Uh, and on that, it's Dan's turn. So Dan <laughs> is going to enter rage. And uh, Dan, buddy, I'm still holding them. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yizik's still holding both of them? He's got them by the back of the necks. Yep. Uh, but they, instead of hanging there, they're slinking themselves. Just slinking. They are just, just slinking growing. They're just growing. Like little <laughs> emaciated bean sprouts. That's the sound of growing. Pains. Everywhere you look. Wait, that's Fallout <laughs> Snowman. Go away. <laughs> um, Faster to attack to one of them. Go ahead. Wait, did they both technically attack them? Was it? Yeah, I would consider it an attack, yeah. Uh, so I can make an attack on both of them then. Okay, uh, so before... I mean, I'm holding them, so I guess I can only bite them, but still. Yeah, I mean, you can roll a bite, because your hands are full. But go ahead and roll two bites for me before Dan attacks. Yeah, I just want just to get a little bit of power into there. Uh, yeah, that's a 30 and a 20. Well, both obviously hit. Yeah. So. That's a 6. Uh, oh, sorry. 12 and a 9. Gotcha. Okay. I just got possessed, didn't I? No. Uh, so, what was Dan's attack? Uh, does a twenty-seven hit? Yes. <laughs> I always, He's I always hear, I always hear Zizek do that, and I always want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's like, I've been waiting for this day. Uh, so that's gonna be fourteen plus eight, so twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, to the left or the right one? Um, we'll say the left, and then uh, Dan's going to attack the right one. Okay, so 22 to the left one? Yep. Okay. And then does an 18 hit? Yes. And that's going to be 13 plus 8, 21 to the right. Excellent. I figured deeming children don't have great AC. No, not really. Um, and on that note, I need Yizik. To make a wisdom saving throw. Oh boy, my favorite. Oh, 17 actually. So you feel a cold pair of fingers, like children hands, just like pat up your back. And as you look in between your arms that are holding two children, there is a shadow version of the child you thought you grabbed with its hands on your hind legs and it's staring up at you with bright yellow eyes that are glowing through the darkness. That is its essence. Mm -hmm. um, and it's going to bite you now. 
Luck, it's gonna... It didn't bite you. Okay. Um, it opens a shattery mouth full of what looks like little shark teeth, and it goes to bite into your leg, and then realizes... Ha! <laughs> Never mind. It just backs off a little bit. Your scales are thick, man! You're a gecko! Alligator, thank you. <laughs> and on that note, it's your turn. Music. Oh. I'm going to kind of look over there and say, Oh, look at you little fella. You trying to nibble us. All right, I'm going to actually let go of them now. Okay. And then I'm going to take my sword out, and I'm just going to do three attacks. Just whoosh, whoosh. I back up so I don't slash into them, obviously. Okay, good. Yeah. Before we do that, can we talk about the donkeys on your shirt? What the fuck is that? <laughs> donkeys howling oh. at the moon. What the fuck? Big ass fans. They're big asses and they're fans of the moon. What? <laughs> I was like, that's a wolf shirt. Okay, that follows. Wait. That's donkeys. They're donkeys. And I'm wearing leprechaun cats. Yep. Nope. 100%. I've got my wizard run t-shirt on. And so Ed's wearing a polo. And Ed's wearing a polo shirt. <laughs> um... So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna back up a little bit at least. I'm you're gonna, gonna like, make three separate attacks, uh, one on one and two on the other, or no, all three on one, unless you know one of them dies, then yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not Pokemon, you don't just get to alternate to the other one once you're hell yeah, they're demon children and they're possessing you. Not that <laughs> you, I know that, I was gonna say, you don't know, I that. don't know that, but I'm just saying they are possessing you. Uh, yeah, that hits. Oh, yeah, that still somehow hits. <laughs> what are you rolling? Uh, so far, that was an 18, 16, and an 18. Okay. Um, so, they all hit. I figured they'd hit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, go ahead and roll your first swing's damage. Yay. Oh, God. This is one attack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, so that's 9, 10, 11, 12, plus 12, 24. Are you swinging on the right or the left? Well, let's do the left. So, how much was it? 24. 24. Zephyr, you take 24 points of damage. Well, that sucks. I'm going to kill Zephyr today. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Go ahead and roll your second one. If I, instead of attacking them, can I, after I do the first swing, can I, like, try and stab behind me to the ghost child? Yeah, for your second attack, you can definitely hit yeah. the ghost child behind you. Why the fuck not? Because it hasn't eaten my soul yet, so. Dude, I don't even fucking know. I'm rolling so many goddamn dice. Three, six, nine. Damn, Damn shit, five. five. <laughs> uh, that would be 31. Okay. I'm going to do, like, a... And stab right That looks so Alright, and then you wanted to do a third attack? Uh, yeah, and then I guess I'm just gonna try and... Did it, like, do I notice anything to the child I just stabbed? You stabbed through a bunch of shadows. Oh, that's garbage. Zamora can take this one. Um, <laughs> 12, 18, yeah. 18 and 12. To the left or the right one? To the right one. To how much was it? 18 and 12. 30. So you take 30 points of damage. I'm good for it. Does Dan notice? As far as Dan can tell, you guys don't look hurt. You guys are also standing there. Next to each other, not talking shit. Yeah. It's sus. It's a little sus, but like he, without doing it, 
like a Invest. investigation or anything can't tell that you guys are taking damage. You don't show any damage, and you slice through these beings, and they they're bleeding, but it's hurting. But you don't know. Okay, I can't tell. It's okay. Um, and it now is Zephyr's turn. I need Zephyr to make a Wisdom saving throw with disadvantage because you have taking taken. Uh, damage this turn. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Wisdom save, so... Okay, three. Yeah. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Hand me Zephyr's character sheet. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to... <laughs> We're all pumping into wisdom. I swear to God. I just changed my ability score. I'm about to change it now. (laughs) So, let's go with something easy. Uh, Zephyr raises his free hand Mm. to Yizik. And a cold, white, icy blast of wind rolls. Against you. It hits your AC. (laughs) Oh, I suppose I should have given you... The sheet for it. This, too. (laughs) That's the spells. And then, I guess there's also... Yeah, there's too much. (laughs) There's also the ranger features. (laughs) Uh, So, what we're going to do... You just hang on to that for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just hang on to it for a second. It'll be fine, probably. Eight. Yeah. So you take 13 points of ice cold uh, ice damage. Or wind. I, we're going to consider it ice because it's wind. Um, so I'm going to hand Just this cold. back to you. As Zephyr looks you in the face, says nothing, points his hand at you and boom! Hits you square in the chest. Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> and... You feel up the backside of your other leg. Little hands crawl up your hind quarters. I fucking stabbed you. On the other side. Oh. Roll wisdom saving throw for me. He goes, oh. Oh. (laughs) Uh. Thirteen. I think. Hold on. Yeah, thirteen. So you feel... A sludge dig under your scales. That's disturbing. And it sinks into your skin, kind of like a wet, slimy mucus kind of texture. And you are feeling your body taken over. Mm. You are also possessed. You Every turn, you can do a wisdom saving throw to try and unpossess yourself. Um, but you cannot tell anyone you are possessed, and if you do not make your wisdom saving throw, it is my turn. Oh, y'all gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on that note, it's Amora's turn. 10 plus 6, 16. Okay. Zamora, having seen Zephyr shoot Yizik in the chest snaps out of it and the child that had grabbed your hand slowly releases its claws off of your flesh and is staring at at you with its holeless eyes in dark wonder 
Okay, war, um, Warhammer attack. Go for it. Does a 21 hit? Yes. Okay. Five, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen 12, 13, 14 damage. Mm-hmm. And I will also do. Divine Strike, which is an automatic hit. Yes. For 1d8. Plus. I gotta write it on my camera. I wanna say it's your Plus modifier. 1d8 fire damage. Mm-hmm. And that's an 8. Sweet. Yeah. So, what is Zamora thinking when she decides to light this child on fire? Um, die. Die the worst death. <laughs> How dare you take over me? You possessed a being of God. <laughs> so kill it! First reaction is you swing and hit it across the head with the hammer, and then you grab it with your other hand and ignite it with your palm. And it... <sighs> fire rushes over its body as it squeals. A demented squeal as it backpedals a little bit away from you. Um, and on that note, it is now Trillian's turn. Okay, I shouted her, don't attack them. What you got, girl? You can't attack the children. They're possessed. Um, oh fuck, what do we even do? Um, Trillian doesn't know any spells. Shit fuck, shit fuck. Um. Okay, so there is the child that's holding Zephyr. Can Trillian see the ghost children? Uh, Trillian can't see the shadows that are behind uh, Yizik. You can't either. Okay. We can't you just see know those. that there are the two children we in front of you. just know that there's this And that children. when he swung, you got hurt. I got hurt, so I can't attack this one. Um, now, you did swing at the one in front of you that let go of you, and you didn't get hurt when it got hurt, so that's always a viable option. Uh, and casting a spell is not a free action, right? So I can't do anything until it's my turn again. No. Okay. So, Trillian's super fucking confused. She doesn't know what to do, so she doesn't do anything because okay. she's not been a part of the party yep. long she enough can, to make a fucking yeah. decision on her own. She yeah. can honestly just Just be like, turn. what the fuck do I do then? Um, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is happening? So, uh, it's now Lily and Archimedes' turn. Uh-huh. Um. The DM gets the crazy eyes. Uh, okay, Do it to so Lily, having seen Yizik attack these, I think get really quiet. Gets a little concerned. Mm-hmm. And mm. places her hands on your back. Mm-hmm. And you feel a cooling wind roll over you, Mm. almost as if it normally would detach something from you, but instead you take 14 points of necrotic damage. So seven. Jeeva Kriba. Since I'm resistant. Yes. And... Archimedes shoots the one that's holding on to you uh, with a Eldritch Blast. And you take 14 points of damage. 
And it is now back to the top of the order. So, Dan, go ahead. Um, Dan is still in a rage. So, there's still a child in front of us on fire, right? Kind of. Like, it, it's starting to smolder down a little bit. Uh, the child is still standing and screaming, but uh, it is there. Uh, bastard sword attack on the burning child. Okay, mm-hmm. on the burning man. Go ahead. Uh, does a 14 hit? Yes. Cool. Bullies. Yes. <sighs> Ew, God, that's not good. Uh, 10. 10? Seven. Still uh, standing. It's looking very hurt. Um, so Dan's gonna swing on the same one again. Alrighty. Get it. Dirty twenty hits. Get it, Dan. Also not good again. Uh, twelve. What is Dan thinking when he cleaves through this child? Um. So I guess Dan would have heard Zamora say that. Like the child possessed her, etc., etc. So Dan's thinking something along the lines of, uh, "You stay out of my friend's head," and then, <laughs> like, I'm assuming he takes his bastard sword mm-hmm. and like skewers it through the child as it goes through the chest, like. A wheezing balloon that has finally gotten its last breath of air. <laughs> it turns into a thing of smoke. Dan also sees in the reflection of the window the child that was sledding outside the version of this child disappears in a cloud of smoke. Hmm. And. That's weird. Um, Dan is still very angry. Mm-hmm. Um, would you let me, uh, as a free action stomp on the corpse. There's no corpse. Oh, there's it, like the corpse is gone. It disappeared. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Should wreck that Christmas tree. But he now. can a hundred percent stomp all the fuck he likes. He wants to throw a te- bugbear temper tantrum. No, no, he just wants to like cause harm. Cause mm-hmm. yeah. Alrighty, it is now Yizik's turn. Oh yeah. Uh... Wisdom saving throw. Oh, boy. With disadvantage because you took damage. Oh, can't get much lower than a five. Uh, yeah, that's a five. Um, what is your biggest attack? Uh, that one, the one sword that I got. 3d6 plus 1d8 plus 1d6 plus 7. So, roll an attack against Samora. Sorry, Samora. Being that one. Holy shit. 15. Does a 15 hit? No. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> the fuck not. So one time we need a battle. How many attacks do you get? Three. Keep on Rolling going. attack against Dan. <gasps> no, not Dan. Come on, I buddy. haven't gotten him armor yet. Mm. Does a 26 hit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 
Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, fucking what? 4, 8, 12, plus 7. Yeah. 19. 19, 19, 19 what? 19 slashing. So 19 slashing, so half to... Yeah. 8. 8. Lucky. Lucky, lucky. Wait. No. Yeah, round it down. Is... 19 would be... 9. Nine. Yeah. Nine. Nine point five. So yeah, nine. And then last attack. Who am I unfortunately attacking? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger. It's Zamora. Yeah. Be another low <laughs> one. Uh, no, that's yeah. Oh god. Uh, no, actually, nine plus twelve. Twenty-one. Yes, that hits. Is it exactly your AC? It, yeah, that's, that's your AC. Damn it. AC. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> nine, nine, ten, ten. So nineteen plus seven. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Yeah. 26. Excellent. Great. Fifty-six damage. Now I don't have to keep healing y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on that note, it is Zephyr's turn. Zephyr may roll his wisdom save. Uh, Zephyr did not take damage this turn, so he. Oh. Regular. Can roll regular. Uh, that's gonna be a thirteen. Does not make it. Oh, so, a, um, a go ahead and just roll an attack of Eldritch Blast against Yizik. <sighs> Do it. As a DM, I thought, what would be the oh. easiest part? <laughs> oh no! Natty. Oh no! <laughs> Eh, Eldritch Blast only one detail. Take an Eldritch Blast right <laughs> well, to your blaster now. It can still be a two, technically. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> I was like, how do I wreck this party? Oh, I just make them attack each other. Three doubled is six. No, you have to roll. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. It's just that one still a goose. Yeah. Jeez. Hey. Four. <laughs> Forget take... I said six. It's four. <laughs> you take four ice damage as it hits you square in the chest again. You call that an eldritch blast? That was like an eldritch tickle. <laughs> My grandmother does better. And Zamora, it is your turn. Okay, so I'm going to try... I don't fucking know. You got this. I don't fucking know. I don't really have anything. So, he's still... They're both still... They're both still possessed. They're both still. They're both still possessed. I'm gonna try remove curse. Okie dokie. She says okie dokie because she knows that shit ain't gonna work. Hold on, I gotta pull it up. Remove curse. At your touch, all curses affecting one object or creature end. The object is a... If the object is cursed magic item, its curse remains, but the spell breaks its owner's attunement to the object, so it can be removed or discarded. So, I'm just going to touch... Ugh. Um. Zephyr. There you go. <laughs> I'm just going to touch Windy Boy over here. Okay. Be like, remove curse! In God's name, remove this curse! Roll a d20 and tell me what you get. 
19. You plant your hand on him, and you feel fire lick the inside of your palm, Mm -hmm. and it rolls over Zephyr, and Zephyr watches as a small child breaks free and screams in pain, and backs up, and Zephyr is no longer possessed. Okay. Awesome. Now I know that works. At least there's that. This time. Maybe. Um, can Zephyr roll perception to see, like, he, what he realizes is going on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 16. So, Zamora got really lucky that her god is very, very loving. And she used a remove curse that... Got a blessing. Kind of got a blessing. And so... The power of Gond B shoved the demon child out of your veins. And it is now Trillian's turn. Trillian's gonna attack that fucking child. <laughs> Trillian's going for two-handed dagger attack. Dagger number one is a... Fuck. Well, that one fell. Dagger number one is a 14. Dagger number two is a seven. 14 hits. 14 hits. All right. That's not the one. This one. Plus three is six damage. Excellent. We're working on it. We're getting there. And that makes it Lily and Archimedes' turn. So, some more. Yeah. Would you say, without, with certainty, that my lizard over here is possessed? Oh, he's 100% possessed. I don't like, I didn't see a third person, but look at his fucking face. He hasn't said anything in 30 seconds. I know, it's very unbecoming of him. He's possessed 100%, and if we... Don't unpossess him, then he's just going to continue to take damage. So. But not from this child, I think. I think this child was the one that had Zephyr. That's the way it happened to me. Only my child that was touching me gave me damage. I didn't see what touched him. It's touching my blood. So, I'm going to need... Uh, Yizik to roll a wisdom saving throw for me. Yeah, I'm great at these. That's a seven. Lily slaps you across the face. And the sharp slap rings through your body. And you feel the sludge that had run up the back of your legs descend the back of your legs as Lily takes over your body. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Mm. Might want to leave the room, guys. <laughs> this is getting very tantric. I'm not sure mouth, I'm ready mouth, for this. Mouth, mouth. <laughs> Marvin Gaye starts playing. <laughs> um, and Archimedes is going to raise her hand. And what she's going to do is... Jasmine? Right? She raises her hand, and as, like before... Blood runs up her arm and towards her fingertips. <laughs> My least favorite thing she does. 
but then it drips off the tip of her fingers and just puddles on the floor oh, great. and dries up and she casts nothing. It is now Dan's turn. Are you okay? Well, that's disgusting. You, you alright? I'm working on it! <laughs> oh, yes, girl, you, you're totally fine. Yeah, yep. Don't worry about it, it's okay. It. It's okay. And you're on to bigger and better things, babe. It's okay! I forgot. We're working on it. Um, so there's still one child. That you can see. That we can and see. And it's not the child that we want. It's not the child we're looking for. Bastards were attacked. Go for it. Get that shit. Does a 26 hit. Yes. Sorry, Feels good, I know. Feels good. <laughs> Feels so good. So, since I am below my hit point maximum, I also get to do one of these. Here it comes. So that's 11, 12, and 8, 20. Sweet baby Jesus. Uh, and if wants some more, Dan's got some more. It's still standing. Mm. It hits. 25 hits. Yes. My rolls are starting to sound like Yuzix. Yes. <laughs> That's no wonder why I had you guys possessed. Five plus four is nine plus eight, seventeen. That gives us a fun what appreciation. What is Dan thinking as he cleaves through the second child? Dan's cutting this one's fucking head off. And it wisps away like a wind, like a leaf on the wind as smoke kind of fills the air where it once was. And the child that had been flooding outside is gone with a wisp of smoke. You see out the window that the people that were kind of just lazadaisical, like, sledding around are now staring at the spot where the two children once were. Mm. Very, very concerned. I cast, um, Flame Strike and Burn the Christmas Tree. <laughs> um, uh, uh, is anybody stopping this? I can't. It's already done. It's on fire. My <laughs> wife is currently inside. <laughs> and that's on pegging. <laughs> um, go ahead and... Flame Shrek is a attack, I believe. Do I ever look my things up ahead of time? No. Just make it up. It's more fun that way. Uh, do do do. So flame it strike. must make a dexterity throw. <laughs> a fucking tree make a dex saving throw. <laughs> I mean, um, it's a cylinder. Each creature in a ten foot radius, forty foot high cylinder, pointed at a point within range. You heard me say, flame strike. You better fucking get. So, uh, Zephyr and. Yizik, make a dexterity saving throw, please, for me. Finally, do this. Uh, what is your spell DC? Uh, twelve. Okay. Oh, twenty-one. Cool. Twelve. Cool. Uh, so you both bounce out of the way. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, plus five, seventeen. Okay. Fire damage. Yep. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 
19 radiant damage. You watch. Fuck this tree in particular. <laughs> Fuck this tree, I know. <laughs> the two ghost children that were behind you start to scream as they hmm. go up and smoke. As the tree is devoured by flame in a cone that cyclones up. And as it goes up, it gets sucked down. And beneath the tree is a massive stairway that descends down in a spiral. Oh, hey. We found it. I think I want to nuke the big one, too. I mean, it doesn't sound like a bad idea. Let's go nuke the big one, too! <laughs> I don't Let's... know if I have faculty yet. <laughs> Lily stands up next to you, and she just does this with her fingers, and you feel your legs, like, kick out like a toy soldier <laughs> as she's making you walk. She's like, this can. is fun! This is fun! This is fun! This is fun! All right, let's just go over there as fast as we can, and I'll flame strike the big tree. Uh, so go I ahead. think we should dash. And, uh... Get the fuck. What? Now I have to think how many people are there in front of the tree. Got it. Okay. Um, how many people is Amora going to kill this time? A lot. All of them. So go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Are we the bad guys? Are we oh, the 100%. bad guys? 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 17, fire. Okay. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 19, radiant. On the tree specifically. Demora bolts out through the house. You guys break through Harlem. <laughs> Flame on. You're just booking it through town. People are jumping away from you. Doors are slamming. You hear a lot of kerfuffling going on. And as you get to the tree, a few children scream as <laughs> you open your arms in a f- giant flame cyclone. Just ruptures from your chest and devours the tree and goes up and then that's on tensile being a fire hazard motherfuckers (laughs) hate this holiday the tree disappears and there is a massive I think that's the one that we wanted down kind of curious what the other one was though though we're going down, down, and we're running around. Those aren't words, Patrick! <laughs> <laughs> and you guys descend on white marble stairs. Ooh, I really fancy. hate the aesthetic of white. Reminds me of Elith, and it makes me remember that I have people to murder. <laughs> More people to murder, mm. Yizik. <laughs> oh, Lily's still... Oh, Lily comes up and puts her finger in his mouth and makes him move like a puppy. Goes, yeah, more people to murder. <laughs> this is my favorite part. Oh, this should just be years twenty four seven. Never get married. <laughs> Lily releases you from her possession, <laughs> but she did save you, so you was, can't really be mad. I was starting to like it. <laughs> <laughs> It's the, I can't, my wife is currently inside of me for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's the being possessed by the vampire countess for me. After being possessed by the demon child. (laughs) The two possessions and you're happy about one of them for me. (laughs) You think Marcus opened up a counseling center in the other country? (laughs) I really hope so because he's gonna need it. 
And you guys descend. <laughs> I'm just picturing. I'm just. Half I'm the are people who visited my tent. I'm just picturing a mind flayer like with his legs crossed, saying, "Tell me how that makes you feel." <laughs> <laughs> In like a business suit, as you're laying on the low laying couch, and you're like, "I think it all started when my father left." <laughs> Yep, in a library office with a roaring fire and there are potions just floating everywhere. There might be pictures of Cthulhu floating outside the windows, but you never know. Glasses on the end of his non-existent nose. Mm -hmm. It's just floating there at the angle it would be if he had a nose. Uh, But back to the story. Um, It is spiral staircase. The stairs don't touch each other. They're floating stones in a cylindrical staircase downwards. There are no railings. This is the kind of stairs that a dragon would this walk down. Really no, un- no, <laughs> no, no, no. This is a no. really unsafe place. It is very unsafe. Ocean did not approve this. I am. I am Ocean on- did approve this. <laughs> and as you guys descend, it's almost like seeing the ceiling go up above your head as you descend into a very open, vast air. And the stairs keep spiraling down until you reach a plateau where there is no snow, but it is flat rock. And it is really thick, almost like concrete, but it is this golden stone. And it is a flat area, except for there are maybe 100 to 200 children all sitting with their backs mm-hmm. to each other. So none of them are, they're all faced as opposite from each other as possible. They're all sitting on individual pillows with books in hand and there are soft murmurs going throughout the air. That's it. That's all we see is this golden floor. Yeah. And it's these children. massive, almost as if it doesn't end. And I'm, it is a sea of children. All how far away from the sea of children am I? About 10 feet. There's The first child you see is about 10 feet from you. This is very odd. Okay, I'm going... I'm going... Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck, I don't know if it's going to work or not. <laughs> but um, in Infernal, mm-hmm. I'm going to say to the crowd of children, uh, Dan and I are here to save you. Fuck. Uh, Trillian you leans drive. over to see if she can perceive what the one of the books is. Oh, does a five let her see what the book Trillian is? Trillian can't read. Trillian can't read. Mm. It's a book. Okay. Yep. That's mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's problem. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There are soft murmurs as if people are reading to themselves, um, but it is kept at a low gravelly level. Even though there's hundreds of children reading, mm-hmm. um, they're all sit crisscross applesauce um, on their own little pillows. The pillows are each of different decorational patterns, um, and these are children from varying stages of races. Um, they're different heights, different shapes, different sizes. One of them's a blob. Okay, investigation to see if I can see any way that. Any doors, anything. That's a one. <laughs> I it am is at a loss. Let's <laughs> see of children to you. Um, I'm going to do the smart thing. 
I'm gonna kind of walk right up, and I don't want to sit next to just any of the ones that are near me. Like uh, the first one that I see. Just you one. sit. I want to sit next to one. You roll up and sit in between um, a dwarvish child and a what looks like a Genasi child. Mm. Um, one of them is murmuring about a story, and it's in dwarvish. The other one is speaking in draconic. Oh, okay, so I can understand that one. Um, the draconic one, you can hear him giving what is a bedtime story, mm. but every time it's supposed to get to the end, it goes right back to the beginning. And it's a really, like, what should be a simple bedtime story. Like, a hero goes out, tries to find something, finds the thing, comes home, is celebrated, blah, blah, blah. But instead, it's the hero goes out to find something, gets killed, and it gets starts over again. So it's not a happy ending, and it doesn't even have any happy parts. It's just a sad story that keeps repeating before it ever finishes. That's mildly annoying. Um, I'm going to try and say, I want to say Andrew to him, so uh, what you reading there? He keeps repeating the words from the book. Hmm. Okay. Knowing what I know about the children up on the surface, uh-huh. um, I want to kind of look at like the mass mm-hmm. do any of the children look similar to each other no they well i mean of course in like races or whatever yeah. they look the same but, but there's uh, no like two identical children. no there's no reflections of each other hmm. Hmm. okay i'm gonna cast identify so you are in a new plane of existence um the magic that was above was more illusionary. This one is more concrete. It is a enchantment. Um, their books force them to read, but the books never end. Mm-hmm. This is a punishment um, that these children are forced to live out for the entirety that they are here. Okay, so... Are the children cursed or are the books cursed? You would have to find out. So I touch one of the children. And I cast <laughs> identify on the child. On the head. I cast identify on the child. Jeez, this is you not the Christmas touch episode. We a dwarven child. After school special. And identify tells you that it is a dwarven child. His name was Tomoff. Um, he was about eight before he was taken. He had lived through a few festivals himself. Uh, his parents are of no uh, like recompense. They are not very famous. Um, he was the child of two former uh, steel workers. Um, they weren't blacksmiths. They were just pulling the ore out and then working it into bars. Um, and he is being punished for not obeying rules. Okay. And are there any spells affecting the child? The book. The book is the spell. Okay. Okay. All right, so I relay this. Okay, guys, the books are the spells, but I don't know what's going to happen, so we should probably be ready because I'm going to destroy this book. I'm going to get away from the child. I'm just going to... Stand a little bit away. Okay, so... Um, before she does that, mm-hmm. I'm going to cast uh, fucking major armor on myself. 
Probably a smart idea. So how would you like to do this? Uh, yeah, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna attack, I'm gonna spiritual weapon attack the book. Like, that's the okay. only way for me to target just one thing. 15 plus 6, 21 on the book. Your, uh, and you have a, a hammer, right? A spiritual weapon is actually just like, kind okay. of eldritch blast, it's just like, kind. So, in the form of usually fireballs, but, yeah. gotcha. So, you point your hand at this book, and you feel the power of Gond pulse through your arm, and the warmth of the forge, and the smell of melting metals fills your nose. The light hits the book, and is sucked in, and a deafening clap fills the realm as every book in every child's lap Fuck. closes. And they all slowly turn to look at you as a group. They are all now facing you with books closed and it is deafening silence. Hi! Who here can speak common? No answer. Who here can speak Dwarvish? No answer. We set you free! And, and Draconic, I'll, same thing. Who here can speak Draconic? You hear nothing. Alright. I think you can go Are up the, the stairs if um, you want to try to get out of the sack. Celestial? I mean, I don't think it's the language, guys. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... They might still be charmed. I need everyone to roll dexterity saving throws. I'm oh, dead. Fuck. Fuck. Fifteen. Okay. Before I roll, is it a plant that was magically created? That's <laughs> oddly specific. <laughs> nice try, though. Four for Zamora, 15 for Trillian. Okay. Uh, 14 for Dan and a 13 for Zephyr. So you all see a sea of books flung up into the air and like... Is it raining? Super hard. Jesus Christ. Um, like cannonballs fired out of cannons, they rocket towards you all at high velocity and it is just a wall of books. They are flung in your direction. You all do not get hit, though, as you feel the floor beneath you wobble, and it crumbles just as all the books clatter over your heads. And you descend down a chute from the floor. Yay, demon slip and slide. Whee! Is this the Christmas episode or the Stephen King episode? I'm a horror writer. You knew this when you signed up. Hey, there was snow. It's Christmas. It's snowy. There was Krampus. This is Christmas. And you descend to a third. I'm going to punch that thing in the dick when we get out of here. <laughs> right in his jingle balls. Oh, holy right shit. <laughs> right in his lovely sack magic. <laughs> and 
You land in a pile of snow. Ah! <laughs> For a second, I thought she was going to say a pile of children. <laughs> there are children everywhere. Please, no more children. I eat people and this is concerning. <laughs> you are in a snowy forest that Ooh, wow. looks oddly familiar. Snowy forest. You know what? At this point, I'm just going to... If we go through one more level, I'm going to call Marcus. I'm done! I'm done! <laughs> I'm done. I'm fucking plainer calling Marcus after this. Assuming... You heard me, Krampus! <laughs> Call in the mind flares! I'm just gonna can, fuck you up! Assuming he can get through four layers of magical I'm bullshit. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I mean, he'll Don be quite did. perturbed. Don's also a god. It was more her with the blessing of God. Yeah, I am the walking embodiment of a blessing of God. You're welcome. You're welcome. And in the what trees, the you guys see wandering children passing from tree to tree. No more children. Fucking kids, man. Oh my God, is one of you Elsie? <laughs> I would think she would be able to be charmed. She from the distance, you hear. Is that you? Oh my God, Dash. Elsie! Dashing through the snow, trying to find our kid. It's a really pissed off dwarf on a mission! <laughs> you book it. Um, how would you like to go through this forest? Can I clothesline children? <laughs> so you just want to rub them with your arms out? <laughs> Done! I mean, I'm going to kick them in the chest at this she, point. She is the perfect height to absolutely clothesline no every child. No one's going to be mad about it. They're going to be like, why is this child-on-child child hate mean, happening? She's their height, so... Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to try and barrel through the trees, reptar that Or not reptar, Godzilla status. <laughs> same. They're <laughs> both the same. Uh, one's rats. just green and orange, one's Dan, green and black. Dan has an 80-foot dash, so he's just going through... Uh, <laughs> you guys break through... Just... <laughs> his lanky ass. Looking so, like a cryptid in the daylight. <laughs> like, what? Zamora puts her arms out. But as you pass through trees where you think children are going to pass in front of the tree, they're not there. And as you go around, yeah. you see them pass between trees, but you never touch them. That's annoying. They're it's constantly weird. moving. Jesus, fucking get away from me. And you guys dash through these trees. You get to a large clearing. And on the other side is Elsie. Yeah. Fingers wrapped around a tree. Legs wrapped around a tree. She's got her teeth into the bark. She is trying not to be taken somewhere. What's up? Elsie, what the hell are you doing? Holding on. How You're holding on. To why? Uh, how, <laughs> uh, how close are we to Elsie? You guys are about 20 feet. There's 20 foot gap of this clearing between you I and I want to roll. So I can jump there. Arcana on the tree and the child. Go ahead. Roll two separate rolls. <laughs> Ten on the, tree. the tree. Okay. And eighteen on the child. Can you tell if she's a fucking demon devourer yet? So Can you tell, tell that with your arcana. The tree real. itself is just a tree that's been enchanted in this place full of its magic. Um, it itself doesn't have any magical properties. 
Elsie, however, investigating upon the tree, your eyes settle on Elsie, and you're smacked with a vision, and you all are kind of backed into this image that none of you were looking for, almost as if you're standing in a closet, and you're all kind of crowded in there. And then you hear, come on, honey, come out. And the doors break open and a beautiful, about six foot tall, possibly elvish woman oh, no. with long black tresses oh, in no. a golden no, no, glimmering no. dress. Here it comes. Scoops into the closet and you guys watch as Elsie is picked up. She's probably what looks like a three-year-old at this point. She's still in little itty-bitty girl dresses and she's got a diaper on and picks her up and spins her around and she's laughing. And a younger Marcus walks into an oval-shaped oval room as this woman is spinning Elsie around, kind of cheering and laughing her on. And Marcus goes, <laughs> right? And he is hot right now. Like, he is, he is oh, in that player stage. Um, he's wearing really nice purple pants with a matching vest and button down. And he's got the, like, the glasses that hang just right. Um, he's got that I just became a school professor look going on. Um, and he walks in and he goes, my queen, we really need to discuss this. And she goes, not now. We have time to discuss this, but she's still very young. And Marcus goes, I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about him. He's becoming a threat. And she goes, I would have you watch your tongue when you talk about my king. Mm -hmm. And Marcus goes, I could care less. Who the fuck he is or who his father is or who his great, great, great father is. He means you harm and I will not see it happen. And as the closet doors slowly swing back closed, you see a very tiny Elsie look at you guys through the slats with cheerful eyes as you realize that it is Christmas time in a castle long, long ago. There's snow falling outside and the bustling of horses and carriages below in a much, much more live Glasgow as the cheers of drunken dwarves coming up through caves and people trading and selling things before the holiday. Mm. And as Elsie clings to her mother, she waves at you guys through the closet doors as the closet fully shuts. And you guys are greeted back in the, for the frozen forest. And Elsie is still clutched to this tree for dear life. But she is crying. In the vast, like, little 20-foot uh, opening that is before you, stands Krampus. Motherfucker. Time to cramp his... It's time to nut <laughs> up or shut it's up. It's time to cramp man. his style. <laughs> Call me the nutcracker, because I'm coming for you, buddy. <laughs> I'm coming for you nuts, man. <laughs> yes, Zephyr? Um... So about 
Elsie's about 20 feet away from us. Yes, and about 10 feet away from you is now Krampus. Stood at his full height, cloak, hood, with the horn still protruding through. Um. Are we rolling? Dan is guns a-blazing. Oh. Running towards Krampus. Already, I need... Swinging his sword. Everyone to roll initiative. That's going to be a 9. Alrighty, so... That's going to be a 16 for Dan. Okay. And a 24 for Zephyr. Alrighty. Well, geez. A 5 for Trillian and a 7 for Zamora. Alrighty. So then that just leaves the big man himself. Must be Satan. Superman? Must be Satan. How <laughs> money? I want your money. I want some money. And, and then. Wasn't yeah. time that long ago. Go, I was a hoe. And I was admitting it and I wouldn't take it back. Because I did the shit. I, I was a hoe. I was a hoe. Uh, blah blah blah. What is that? Yes. Santa crossed me off. He's got a bucket list. Ah, ha ha ha. <laughs> Alrighty. So, top of the order. Dun, dun, no surprise. Dun. Top is of the order too. Oh, the fourteen pages of Genasi abilities. <laughs> Well, you're thinking... I am actually... Most of these are ranger abilities. Um, actually, <laughs> I'm going to pull actually. out a book and start reading. While, uh, <laughs> Fuck. Um, Did you ask Wendy Boy to make a decision? That's going to be three to five decisions. Fuck you, man. We need someone who thinks in this party. <laughs> no! I refuse! I was going to say, we have rash actions, chaos check, and let me just drop through the floor. Four, Four levels um, up. It's fine. Zephyr's versus Hacks going to be his bow. Go for it. Krampus. I like how we're not even going to talk. Like, nah, you're just, you're just going down, but It's go time, motherfucker. So, uh, 21. Uh, hits. Uh, and then it's... Seven. Seven damage to the big guy. And then uh, for his second attack, he's going to Eldritch Blast. kind of wish he got a magical gotcha. bow instead. <laughs> it is a magical bow. I just rolled like shit. Oh. <laughs> I meant the, the fancy weapons we got. Uh, on the Eldritch Blast, it's going to be a 25. And then a D10. Eight. Eight. Excellent. Uh, and as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on Krampus. Excellent. Um, Krampus goes next. His uh, first... attack 
is to appear directly in front of the group. Ooh, I can um, do that too. Uh, what is Zephyr's AC? 12. Uh, it's currently going to be 17. Okay, so it hits. Um, because, you know, I don't have my Gregesson eye that makes my mage armor 20. So, six, 7, 8... 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. You take 20 points of slashing damage plus 13 points of poison damage. Okay, 20 slashing mm-hmm. and you said 13 poison? Yep. Um, and you can attempt to make a opposed athletics check if not you're grappled. Hold on, I'm, I'm doing math. <laughs> uh, fuck, I can't math right now. Twenty minus twenty. Seven. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's good. Uh, you said opposed athletics check. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Uh, probably, it's not- probably not gonna happen. Go ahead. Bitch, try me. <laughs> I don't think I have anything that makes this better than it's going to be. How close is he to me? Eight. Less than ten feet now. Okay. Eight. Yeah. You are grappled. Uh, which means until it ends, the target is restrained. We're just going to ignore that second sentence. Um, so everyone, as of right now, since Krampus is now in front of Zephyr, you are all under the fear aura, which means any creature that is hostile to Krampus that starts their turn within 20 feet of him must make a DC 21 wisdom saving throw unless he is incapacitated. I resist fear, bitch. I'm sorry. Only, it's only a DC 20. A DC what? 21. And which one is it? It was wisdom? Yep. We all figured out we don't have wisdom. I'm dumping into wisdom next level. (laughs) Um, Fuck whatever skill I need. And on that note, it is now Dan's turn. Dan must make a wisdom saving throw for me. Dan's strong suit. Dan's so wise. Dan has a plus zero to his wisdom, so this is fucking impossible. (laughs) (laughs) So the free hit... So Dan is frightened. Uh, he cannot move towards Krampus, um, and he takes disadvantage on attacks against him. How far away from him? He has to be more than 20 feet away from Krampus. No, but how, like, how far is he? Like five feet. So if he starts next Wait, turn away okay. from him... Oh, fuck what? me. Well... <laughs> Did I stump you? Ha! Finally. Whatever. <laughs> Bastard sword attack with disadvantage. Go for it. So the 18 hit? Yes, actually. That's what you get for giving me a weapon with a plus 11. 
<laughs> and he's still in a rage, I would assume, because yes, it hasn't been... Yes, because it hasn't been an hour. Okay, and he is down health, so that's this one. Mm -hmm. uh, five and three is eight, plus eight is 16 damage. Excellent. And then he's going to do it again. Go ahead. Uh, oh, 16 and 16, 27 hits. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Zamora looks so happy about this. Uh, 19. 19, excellent. <gasps> So that makes it Yizik's turn, but before Yizik does, Krampus is going to summon as a legendary action. Oh, legendary. He extends his hand out towards Elsie, and you watch as the lankiest of lanky motherfuckers emerges from behind the tree like a twig on stilts. Hmm. He just <laughs> comes out from behind the tree and with long arms and long legs begins to try and pry her off the tree. And Krampus says, This is not your floor, young one. You know where you and your kind belong further deep, deep hmm. within here. It's real gross you try and get children deeper in your sack. Very bothersome. You all do not get to say shit to me. Remind me again how what is your name to claim? Shit. Exactly. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Who burned down villages? Me. Who murdered people? Me. All of yous. <clears throat> and... <clears throat> Remind me again, who ate somebody? Why do you know this about us? I'm Krampus, I know all. Technically, the lizard did too. <laughs> I eat people normally. It's a thing. We do it. And I'm gonna fucking eat you too. I'm gonna fucking see you try. Oh boy. Oh, I'm gonna love it. That's weird. I'm Krampus. I see all. And I teach all naughty children. I'm gonna cramp my foot up your ass. I'm gonna cramp your fucking asshole into a tree! Okay, this is getting weird, guys. It's his turn. Fucking. <laughs> is he a druid now? Uh, I'm trying to figure out what happens when you resist fear. I figured the DC's is half, I guess. Oh, no, you just. You are. You can still attack him without a disadvantage. Oh, okay, okay. And you can approach him if you'd like. I wasn't sure if the fear means like running away from people or whatever. No, fear just means you can't approach them and you get disadvantage on attacks against them. Oh, okay, that's fine. All right, well, since I'm the savior of the group, I'm going to run my ass right up to you, buddy. <laughs> Listen here, feller. I'm going to take a few different attacks. I'm going to do my first swordy sword. I'm sure a 24 hits. Yes. All right, that's like 840 dice. Whatever that is. <laughs> 10, 14, 18, plus 7, 23. 23? Okay. Yeah. And is that your only attack? Hell no, I got two more. Okay. I'm going to bite the bitch. <laughs> Just for fun. Uh, the fuck was that? I don't even know. 
Should have stuck in the other roll. Does a 12 hit? No. Third one. I'm gonna bite the bitch. <laughs> Alright, that is a that is a 21. It does hit. Alright. So there we go. 1d6 plus fucking 6. There's 8. And as a bonus action, because I'm a big fucking lizard, I'm grappling the motherfucker. <laughs> Good. Good, yes. Would you and then like... blob and in his mouth. <laughs> Would you like to form an alliance with me? Yes. Good, good. Should I even roll for it? It's yeah. an athletic skill, so... Yeah. Zephyr, don't look at my dice, man. I get them bad <laughs> when you look at them. <laughs> what was it? It what? was a 2, plus 16, 18. It's legendary resistance. Yeah, well... So you bite him, him and you go to grab around him and he just smacks you across the face and you skitter back. Ow. Two inches. It's the first time someone's done that to me. It's not the first time someone's done that to you. It's the first time someone's done it to you and you didn't like it. (sighs) I don't like this guy. (laughs) He's a dick. (laughs) He's really crampusing our style. (laughs) Some more kill him already. Oh, bet. Zamora's turn. It is Zamora's turn. All right. Um, I'm not going to move here, there, or the other, but I am going to Warhammer with my Divine Strike. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Does 14 hit? No. Okay. Cool. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, On that note... Zephyr, go save the kid, damn it. It's Elsie's turn. Thank God. Eat him in his entirety, Elsie. Elsie has to roll to see if she's going to stay on the tree. The problem is that these realms are designed for each child to meet the punishment equal to their crimes. As you all know, Elsie's crimes are quite extensive. um, As she literally just ate somebody. She's just a growing young girl. Um... So this is not. I feel her like floor. this is racist because Elsie is a being who's supposed to eat humans. That's not her fault. It doesn't make her inherently bad, Krampus. Yeah. This is a human rights issue. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> I'm gonna roll. Do you got dragons down here being punished because they eat people? Yes. Dragon babies. If you get caught by the Krampus. You get put in the sack. Krampus's rules suck. Can <laughs> you by chance direct us to the dragons once we kill you? I need yes. to speak to HR. <laughs> I don't like the way that people are being sorted. Also, very good idea about dragon babies. Let's go get some. <laughs> Let's go get some dragon babies. Um, so Elsie makes it that turn. Um, so she is still held strong onto this tree, despite the fact that there is a big, tall, lanky boy trying to rip her off of it. Thank God. It's now Trillian's turn. Okay, Trillian is going to Dagger's attack. All right. 17 hit? It does not. Uh, doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> Bye. Why? It's okay, Trillian. It's fine. It's fine. That's, that's all we got. It's now Zephyr's turn. You got this. Come on. At least make a hit. Huh. Huh. <laughs> um, longbow attack. Mm-hmm. Afraid? So you are still frightened. Uh, however, 
you can, at the end of your turn, try and break it again. Okay. Um, and then once you break it, you are free of it for the next 24 hours. Um, it's going to be a fucking 29. Hits. Fucking 29. Seven. Seven? Okay. And then on the Eldritch Blast. Okay. Ah. Uh, a 15. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, then go ahead and roll your Wisdom Saving Throw for me and see if you can cool. break it. And it's uh, 21 is the yep. DC, right? Mm-hmm. Hey! 22! Zephyr yeah, yeah, yeah. is no longer frightened. And you are free of it for 24 hours. And on that note, it's now Krampus' turn. Uh, shit, I forgot to do something. You're good. It was during my attack, so... Ah. Um, he releases Zephyr from his grapple. And he's going to come for Yizik. Fucking try and grapple me. What's your AC again? Well, uh, 19. Uh, so that hits. Um, so you're going to take... Doop, boop, boop. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 11, 12. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Uh, so 28 slashing damage. So round to half. So 14. 14. And then 13 poison damage. And then go ahead and roll me in opposed athletics. Sure. Uh, 18. Okay, you beat it. Uh, so he doesn't grapple you, um, but he's now in your face. I'll be right back in his face. And it's Dan's turn. No way for Dan to not be frightened because he's got a plus zero to his wisdom. So there's no way he's gonna roll a twenty-one he can just on a twenty-sided die. Well, does he does he have a way to attack from twenty feet away? No. Well, then Dan's just gonna have to figure out what to do. I thought you said Dan was five feet away. Yeah, no, his aura is twenty feet. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. He would get like, have to yeah. around him. Uh, Bastard Sword Attack, 18. It hits. Uh, 10, 11, plus 8, 19. Excellent. On the first one. And then on the second one. Uh, ooh. Oh, disadvantage. So, uh, only a 27. It hits. You little jackass. Would have been so nice if it was a 19 and it was a crit, though. Ha! Uh, 11, 12, 13, 14, plus 8 is 22. Okay. Excellent. Most excellent. And you all watch as Krampus breaks away and teleports. Motherfucker. God damn it. Across the field. He's at the tree. And he's going to attempt to dislodge Elsie from the tree. Ply her out. He takes his 
read, switch, whatever you want to call it, and tries to shove it in between her fingers and the tree. And you just watch Elsie shimmy further down into yes. the snow. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she just shimmies down further into the tree and stares up at him and then like goes to say something and then remembers and then puts her teeth fully on the tree and he's like, go, you don't belong on this level. Go down. You're like worse than a turd that doesn't flush. Did he just call the child a turd? Yes, he did. It's his next turn. I don't think he's very happy about children in general. Why do you think I took this job? I get to punish them. What a demon. <laughs> what a demon. How did you get this job? Uh, I don't think it was necessarily a hiring aspect. It was mostly I got handed this position from the big man upstairs. Yeah, well, you're dumb. You're dumb. Ouch. Uh, how far away is he from me? He's about 20 feet now. 20 feet? Just because I want to pull a Krampus, I'm going to cast Misty Step as a bonus action and just blink right into his face. <laughs> okay. Like, bitch, I can do that too. <laughs> I'm going to take my first of three attacks, I guess. Okay. I'm going to do my bite first. Okay. Uh, that is a 30. It hits. <laughs> Better fucking hit. 1d6 plus 6. Sure. Four. Okay. And then I'm going to attempt to grapple again. Okay. That is a 28. He is grappled. Yeah. How's it feel? I'm going to bite his face. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> That's a 30 again. It is. Great. Great. We're going to have a Krampus vampire now. Good. He's going to be my next wife. That's another four. So, as you bite him... I have another attack. Okay. Uh, go ahead and finish your turn. As I'm biting his face, I'm going to put an Eldritch Blast directly into his down his throat. <laughs> That's so unbrand for you! <laughs> I mean, I have to make a ranged spell attack, but like he's literally in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should I still do it? Do yeah, it! Sure. Because you're aiming for his intestines clearly as a range. <laughs> Uh, that's a 21. 21 hits. Yeah. Cool. 1d10 force damage, whatever the fucking d10 is. Uh, I don't know if that's a 1 or a 10. Is it 0, 0 or 1, 0? One, zero. 1, 0. It's 10. One. Oh. Shit. Okay, well, that's 1 yeah. force damage down his... Awesome. <laughs> so... That's on being kissed by a lizard. As a legendary I action. Lizard, I, liked it. I don't know if many people like that, actually. Lily clearly does. She so. likes it a lot. I haven't puked down a throat yet, though. Oh, hey. Um, so that is... Six. One. Eleven. Sixteen. So as you bite down on his face and blast into his mouth, you feel his hand come up onto your jaw and he claws down your jawline deep into your scales and you take 16 points of slashing damage halved to uh, eight. eight. Alrighty. And that makes it Zamora's turn. All right. So I can't go near him, so I'm going to have to spiritual weapon. Uh, 
Five. Does an 11 hit? No. Fuck. Ah. That's all I got. I'm sorry, what was that? Ah, that's all I got. <laughs> um, and it is Elsie's turn. One of her hands slips off as the slinky boy wraps his fingers around her and wrenches her right arm off of the tree and she slides a little further deeper into the snow and is struggling to get her hand back from the slinky boy. It's now Trillian's turn. Okay, she's going to toss her daggers at Krampus specifically. Wait a minute. Side note. Dan is raging, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not a mindless rage, is it? No. Okay, never mind. Okay. Reckless, is, is that the what you're looking for? Yeah, because if he has the feature mindless rage, it means he's resistant to fear. Oh, no. No, he doesn't have. 13. It uh, doesn't hit. 19. Hits. All right. Dagger, I'm kinda dagger, like I'm kind of like holding them. The his limbs kind of <laughs> just sitting just there so his chest, his chest just is exposed. Him. Six points of damage with Excellent. the dagger to the face. Or yeah, that too. Yes! Good shot, Trillian. Got one. It's now Zephyr's turn. While gnawing on his horns. Good job. You know what would be really cool if Zephyr did? Started getting daggers and just winded them into people. I mean, that's always. If not I were a gust of wind, <laughs> I would probably get better at darts. <laughs> He's a ranger. He's got an arrows. He doesn't fucking use They're them. Like, those, those are like long darts. They're really long darts. Long darts. Long yeah, they're long darts. <laughs> At your lawn. At Get your off lawn. my lawn, you, you filthy, filthy kids. <laughs> um, you filthy Krampuses. So you filthy Krampuses. I'm not no longer frightened, so um, I'm gonna launch. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna launch. Magic missile. Arrow. Mm-hmm. Into oh. his soul. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, hits exactly. Uh, plus six is gonna be uh thirteen. Thirteen, excellent. And then uh, Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Oh, I love dice. the song. <laughs> Run away! Yay! It's a Christmas episode. We have a musical now. Yay. That's gonna be a twenty-five. Put the thing back where it came from. Or so help me! So help me! Uh. <laughs> twenty-five hits. That's ten damage Excellent. on the Eldritch Blast. Oh! Oh! Sh- oh! Snipey! What'd you forget? What'd you forget? What'd you forget? I knew I was forgetting something. Hold Some on. Unconscious fart box. Where'd it go? I'm sorry, what? What? Run that by me one more time. Uh, Excuse me? <laughs> your mouth is full. You shouldn't be saying anything. Don't speak oh. with your mouth full. Um, I also cast Hunter's Mark. Yes, you did. So an extra d6, so one damage. Yay! We're going to whittle him down. I'll cast Hex <laughs> Little by little. Too. Whittle by whittle, get it? No. And on that note... Krampus. Let me guess it's gonna blink out. Looks at all of you. 
looks down at Elsie. Goes to raise his reeds and say something. In between my arms? He's still grappled. I know. Oh, okay. You're holding on to him. He's not going anywhere. But as he raises his arm to say something, a snowy, minty flavor descends onto the winds. And there's a light that cascades over you, almost as if it's coming from above. And uh, uh, the angels sing. No. Uh, uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, you hear light tinkles of bells <laughs> and the clop, clip clop, clip clop of hooves that aren't Krampuses. They're soft more dainty as one singular reindeer gallops down into the valley and upon it is a being of radiant light wearing a red robe. It's fucking Elith. <laughs> it's fucking Elith. She burns the whole place to the ground. Everyone's dead. TPK. And Furnace sack. white trim as the reindeer settles onto the snow the being steps off and a man with a long flowing white beard in a red robe Santa looks up Santa Claus is coming to town Santa Claus is killing Krampus comes up and goes ho 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 Oh, Merry Christmas. No. Krampus, you've been a little extra busy this year, haven't you? Krampy, my buddy. What the fuck? I have a feeling you've taken something that wasn't exactly yours. And I would like if you put the poor child back. Krampus kind of just weasels his way out of your arms and goes, no, 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 no. She's on the list. The list we go over every year. The list that is concrete of bad children. She's on the list. And the man goes, no, she's not. Check it again. I promise it was merely a clerical error. And Krampus whips out this long fucking parchment that just keeps scrolling as he's flipping it up and flipping it. And the names just keep scrolling by. And he stops. As in between two names, a space where there would have been a child's name uh. is empty. And he looks at it. And he looks up at the man in red robes. <sighs> Fine, I guess she can go. But... If I find either of you slipping up, your asses are back in the sack. I don't care how old you are. I'll kidnap your toes. Jesus. And you are ripped from the sack just as horrendously fast as you were ripped into it. You were spat back out. Fuck, I wanted to ask him a question. Around your campfire. 
the man in red and white robes and the reindeer stand at the other side of the camp. Oh, thank God. And you and Elsie and everyone are sat in camp. Everyone roll perception. Yes, we can hear the zippers. <laughs> That's a three, so don't worry about it. Ah, 19! Excellent. Uh, natural 20 Fuck for Dan. You. Of course. Why is it always fucking Dan? And a 11 for Zephyr. So, Dan notices this because Dan has been... Was a god. This is fucking god. Dan sees Dan's all. Dan's a god. Dan sees all. But Zamora feels a very similar smell hit her nose. Minty? It's not minty. Mm-hmm. It's like a very royal cologne. Very light and airy, but it's got that. This bitch meat. smells rich. It mm. smells like money. And as like you've been showering with not river water, slowly ascends up over the horizon in between the trees. What was snow is gone. The world seems all right, and the man in red and white robes disappears. And before you stands Marcus and a horse. God damn it! I had to ask him a question. Marcus, what the fuck? You called my name! Okay, yes. But what was the Krampus thing? What was that? He doesn't need to know I fucked around with the list. Also, don't tell Santa. No, for sure. He'll kill me. (laughs) Okay. You think I'm scary? You really should meet Santa. That bitch is crazy. No, I'd rather not. Hi. He stuffed a young man in a sock. I don't know what a Santa is, but... You want to know why Krampus has goat legs? Because You don't want to know why San- why Krampus has goat legs. Marcus, was... do you know what's going on with the town? Oh, uh, they all ba- you know, got together and decided that they wanted a revolutionary and a democracy and they wanted nothing to do with a a stockocracy or whatever nonsense the peasants say. Oh. Do you know where they are? Are they still there? Uh, not in the town, but they're uh, I saw a couple clicks of them uh, west of, or not west, east. What direction are we? North of Leaves. They're around the border somewhere. Okay. So they're alive. So I can kill them. We're going to go. More than welcome, my dear. Let's first go find them and see if they want to redo on this whole government. We'll suggest living in the town again. Bill, I think you all have a very beautiful suggestion voice. Um, on that note, uh... Can I awaken mine to more than one person at a time? Yeah. Awaken mine to Yizik and Zamora and Archimedes, I'm going to say, don't forget, we still have a mission. I have a question. I might not have an answer. You had the list. Was it real? I might have fudged a few things. Krampus has a real list. I merely have illusionary magic. But I was going to say, did you have the list? Did you actually know what it was? I mean, I, I, I fucked with his list for a little bit. Why? Do you want to see if your name's on it? No, I want to see what Elsie's real name was. That is a question for Elsie. She don't remember. Do she remember? Did we even fucking ask her? I thought she said that she didn't remember. She's, she says she doesn't remember, Marcus. We asked. We definitely asked. We definitely asked. 
We for Thought sure so. did ask. Well, uh... We're all awake and mining this right now. We totally never asked this child what her name <laughs> sure was. sure we did. Ask. No, like, I don't, like Meta... I'm pretty sure we did. We did ask where her name was. Yeah, yeah, you did ask, and she said she couldn't remember. Yeah. And Marcus goes... And, uh, maybe ask her brother. Uh, what the fuck? There's a brother? Oh, yeah, you've kind of met him. I thought that was her dad. Oh, no, no. Uh, her father is in the Elith Slayer. Her brother's in the tree. Good night! And he disappears in a puff of smoke. I swear to God, we got a Christmas cliffhanger. I'm Marcus, sorry. what the <laughs> fuck? Uh, in the tree shooting at us? The fiend prince? Tree? Girl pri- fiend princess? So, so we still have to awaken the fiend thingy no matter what. I'm going to have to summon him and tell him what's going on because he's on the right track but with the wrong sibling. Should we still awaken the... Oh, I get it. In the tree. All wind, no intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) The swamp tree. The swamp tree. The tree that tried to viciously kill us every single time. The, the task that you're literally trying yeah, yeah, to get yeah. us to continue to do, even For though your it's stupid. My boyfriend, the idiot fiend. The fling. No, 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 no. We actually shouldn't tell him. Why? Because we still have the devourer here. What if he tries using her for whatever bullshit? Right. Yeah. We don't want to end the world per se. Yeah. I mean, there are other worlds, but we still need to be this one. <laughs> Although it would be <laughs> an interesting... Way to go to space. What if he just thinks it's ending the world? What if it's literally just restarting? Her mom is the queen. We watched that whole thing happen. Look, I was born in a swamp. That's above my head. I think <laughs> Everything's above your head. Not much, actually. I'm pretty tall. <laughs> I think that we should start questioning Marcus and Esker a lot more intensively and figure out what exactly that this is. is it because if to... she's a fiend queen... Is it time to go to the new country? Country? Maybe, maybe go... No, not country. <laughs> maybe go see Marcus in person. Oh, yeah. At his castle. Or wherever the I mean, I've never been there, so I think it'd be pretty. And also... Mountains, we have to find the demon silver. So, no, we already no, we found, have the we have the demonic silver. We still have to get the heart. Heart of Grigas. The heart of the devourer. Which, where did I've that kid even go? Got it here somewhere. We kind of just ignored him. Was that, was that really the Or the, the heart dragon? of the betrayer. Heart I'm the sorry. The fires of burden and the holy water from Baranus. So are you suggesting we go to fucking Bullstep? Yes. What else do we have here? Our fucking city's bust. <laughs> city's a bust. I mean, we can go to the other cities. We still have to go to Farnhelm and We can try to get a hold of Esker and aggressively question Esker. Might have to. Yeah. I feel like keep working on the list because we've got two out of the three, five. And then just next time we see Esker... Have to. Bust his fucking head open. Yup. Yup. It's gonna have to be what happens because I mean, we need answers. And with that, we bid you all a uh, farewell and to all 
A good night. Good night. Oh, oh, oh. Hey y'all, this is Tyler. Or, as you know, your boy Yizik Gladescale. Master of the Swamp and whatever else I've done. Um, I just want to say real quick, thanks for listening to the special Christmas episode of Dumbasses and Dragons. This year has been a crazy ride for all of us, I'm sure. And I just want to once again thank you all for listening to us on the crazy journey we started. Don't think we're over yet. Not by a long shot. Mm-mm. We have a bunch more planned for 2021. So I hope you are as all excited as we are for all the stuff that we have planned. Whatever you celebrate, from a group of dumbasses to you, we wish you all a safe and happy holiday season. See you in 2021.